What kind of caramel are we talking about? Werther's. I'm, no, man. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Russell has Werther's probably in his, in his pocket. <laughs> He's the probably the old man that gives you the Werther's <laughs> when you... <laughs> no, no, each, each barrel, he, he, he puts one in there. Just drops one with. in there. <laughs> You'll never know. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 13 of The Mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your hosts, Michael, Anthony, and Steven. Hey, fellas. So we go out last night, right? First time I think I've been out, out, in obviously over a year. And it was a lot of outing. Yeah, we several places. It it felt like normal, right? Would you agree, Steven? You were with us. So felt like normal. We already had it planned out. You know, we had reservations. Things were... Things were good. We went to a couple places. Living in Lexington, everybody has bourbon, right? Every every bar you go to has a really good selection of bourbon. The problem is, this is where my dilemma came in, right? So <laughs> can't wait to hear about. So this. you start looking at it ahead of time before you go. You know, sometimes on their websites, and you look at it. The prices are super high. You know, oh, yeah. I don't, you know, it's just crazy high. And I don't know if that's just because it's Lexington or just. Do they even know they what have. they have? They don't know what they have. You know, I don't know what it is, but you you get to the point where, where at least I'm at the point where I have a lot of stuff at home, and then when you go out, the stuff that you're looking at is all so expensive that you end up just looking at it and not trying any of it, and then so the only things that you can try, you look at your that you can afford to try, you look at and you're like, I've got all that at home. Why would I pay nine dollars for a you know or more? Yeah, or more for a Buffalo Trace pour. Yeah, you know, at this bar when I could just go home and have it for free. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I often tell people that are just getting into bourbon or they're seasoned bourbon people, and I'm like, if I got a like basically the best bourbon bar at my house, how can I go out and drink bourbon? Right. Why would I try other things? Right. Right. Well, yeah. you, you don't because you go out and you you order a margarita on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, like I mean, think about what the profit they're making they're selling a, a pour of buffalo trace for eight or nine dollars yeah like i mean they're making what like two hundred dollars on that bottle you know? oh twenty dollar yeah, bottle. yeah a twenty dollar bottle isn't that crazy to think yeah. about steve and i were just what we end up happening is you just end up standing up there and just staring and pointing you know you're like <laughs> oh look they got that and oh look there's an eagle rare 17 up there oh look there's the van winkle rye you know mm-hmm. you just Start pointing. You don't even bother to look at the prices on those. Well, I, you know, I agree with you. And I was going to say, I was spring meat season in Keeneland a couple days ago. And I will say, they I looked at their bourbon list and they had Sazerac 18 for $53 a pour. And I was actually considering it. I actually thought... I'm, well, that's something you're never... That's something that's so hard to get. Exactly. I thought, like, I'm never going to be able to try it. That's a decent price. But I didn't end up getting it. But still... I had that moment that you're talking about when you're well, looking at Keeneland's that. Keeneland's one of those unique places, though, where they're going to get the people that like win big, you know, or have yeah. a lot of money. And well, it's not me, you're right. saying, right? Or they yeah, come in me. from out of they yeah. come in from out of town, and and they you know they've got money to spend, and you know, yeah, and they probably don't ever see a Sazerac 18 wherever they're at, even at the best bourbon bar in their in their town, you know. That's true, and I don't want to. I mean, I want you to go back to talking about what you guys experienced when you were out because. I saw that and I thought that's not that bad, and I thought, "Am I crazy thinking that 
Sazerac 18 at $53 a pour is not bad. No, I mean, it's not. You're never going to see it. And if you want to try it, I mean, that's the only chance to get it. We saw, like, I mean, I was just looking briefly at their list, and Blanton's was like $32 at this place. Oh, yeah. And I guarantee you they go through a lot of Blanton's. I'm sure they do. They probably get people buying it all the time. Which, by the way, I see people on Facebook, like in other, other cities and towns where they go to a bourbon bar, a place that has a good selection of bourbon, and, you know, I'm thinking, man, that's pathetic. You know, that's your y'all's best selection. But at the same time, I'm never going to buy the other stuff anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I would have liked to know that price on that you were 17, 17. last night, yeah. just because that's something that you don't see out. No, I mean, we've been to extensive bourbon bars that don't have yeah. that. I don't know how, this place has only been open a year, and nine months of it was a pandemic, so, yeah. you know, I don't know how they uh, well, scored one of those. Let's see what you guys think. Um, when I go to Keeneland... For those that don't know, it's a horse racing place, and it is a beautiful, beautiful setting compared to every other place in the country. And two things I love getting at Keelan. The Burgoo. Okay. I knew he was going to say Burgoo. Yeah. And the uh, the bread pudding. The bread pudding, yeah. Yeah. It has a nice bourbon glaze sauce over it. It is to die. They give it to you warm. Yeah. No, I, I had to, I did have the, the bread pudding, and it was amazing. It yeah. was absolutely 100% amazing. And the Burgoo, somebody else that we were hanging out with had that as well, but I, I've never had the opportunity, so it's, I don't know. It's great. I yeah. love it. I always get a beer. Like, I don't know why, but the beers <laughs> at Keeneland just taste better. I don't know if it's poured out of the back of a the side of a trailer. You know how they do that but, <laughs> yeah. with the tap on the side? But, man, I don't know. But I always get the burgoo, too. That's, yeah. It's rib sticking, you know? Yeah, on, on those, like, cold, on the cold, cold, cold spring days. days, you go get that burgoo, and it is mm. so good. Good stuff. Well, fellas, this week we have a, we have a new bottle. It's a bottle of... Wild Turkey Rare Breed Barrel Proof. Fantastic. Well, I am happy to be with you gentlemen talking about this bottle tonight because it's one that I've been very fond of in the past, but I'm not so sure how it is today. Um, What I mean is this bottle has been around for quite a while. It's actually, even though we're drinking on a 2020 tonight, this bottle has been around since 1991. And so the distillery is Wild Turkey Distillery, which is uh, Campari as the parent company. The bottle date of the bottle that we're drinking tonight is a 2020. The ABV is 58.4%, which is 116.8 proof. So when it comes to the age, the age is a little bit of a mystery, but it's rumored to be a combination of 6, 8, and 12-year-old barrels. And there's been no reason to question that. It's uh, been rumored to be a well-aged product for quite a while since it's been in existence. The mash bill is 73% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. And it comes in with an MSRP at around 14, I'm sorry, 14 $40. Maybe $14 a pour. $14 a pour, maybe, but it's $40 for the MSRP, and that's a little bit about this bottle. All right. Well, a little bit about what it looks like. Let me just tell you, first of all, it's a $750, but they should probably give you like $780 because you're going to spill 30 milliliters of it (laughs) trying to pour it, okay? Because it's a good-looking bottle with the cap on, but when you take the cap off, it's like lacking a... I know, I know I've complained about the lip before. On, on like <laughs> This is very lacking. This has zero lip, and yeah. that just causes the liquid to just run down the side of the bottle when you're trying to pour it. I think we're starting to understand why the lip is so important. Yeah, right? yeah I, think, I think we get now because you can kind of, you know, you can kind of attach the lip to the side yeah. of the glass, and it yeah. keeps it from doing that, but this one doesn't have that. From what I understand, I was looking online. It's the same bottle for that, and I think the Kentucky Spirit, which was a wild turkey one, you know, they used to have the one that, 
the wild the Kentucky spur it was the one that was kind of shaped like a turkey you yep. know and let the get the feathers out so now it's just basically the same bottle as all of their other ones I think um, or a couple of their other ones it's a good looking whiskey bottle though and it feels bigger than 750 it does yeah very large when you grab it with your hand it's got a good yeah got a good bird on there I like to have that bird for Thanksgiving right there <laughs> it's a big fat one right there yeah you know? nice bourbon glaze on it yeah, it is barrel proof, like you you talked about. Is it? Are they all the same? One hundred sixteen point eight. Is that like? I mean, if you're in California and you're buying a wild turkey a rare breed, yeah, you're going to get one hundred sixteen point eight proof too. Yeah, nowadays they all are. Um, this has been this this switch that they made to this new bottle, new label, and everything. I think took place around like seventeen or eighteen, but before that, you had a little bit slightly different bottle with a little bit more traditional looking label that was a little bit more pale. And they actually used to denote which batches they were doing. They don't really do that anymore. They just have uh, 17 on. There's really no information about a batch. It's just all the same thing. But prior to that, I think they had something like 15 batches of rare breeds since 1991. And now they've kind of gone with like a consistent product. But it looks a lot different than it used to. Other than that, I mean, it's a pretty solid looking thing. Like I said, with the cap on, they've got a good... Ooh, that cork is falling apart, guys. What kind of cork Already? is it, though? Yeah. That's it's already of, falling apart? That's kind of... That's bad. Oh. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Oh. oh, oh. It, I'm trying not to shimmy it out there. Okay. That's gone. So it's oh. real cork, but it's falling apart. Take five apart. points off right wow. there. Oh. Wow. Wow, that cork. cork's already busted in half. That's... They know it's split. So we don't like... Uh, I don't like synthetic wow. corks, but... Maybe they need synthetic cork. No doubt. Maybe they do. Yeah. Because like, it's 1.4 the, synthetic, then. I know, yeah. You take the cork off... You, Going back to synthetic cork, I had the new riff again the other night, and that synthetic cork though it really makes a tight seal, mm -hmm. though, you know. But there you go, and it wouldn't do that right there. I can promise you that. What split on you? Shocking. Yeah, that's crazy. It's not like All this right. bottle's been sitting around for ten years or anything. I agree. If they were here right now, if Jimmy and Eddie Russell were here, I'd say fine and fifty cents. I don't right. know. Have you seen Jimmy Russell? He's been in bed for three hours. Ten thirty <laughs> at night. Well, he is like what one of the old, oldest, oh, he's like not the oldest old. ma master distiller in, in Kentucky right now, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe in the world. I don't know. He's old. Wow. Though. Respect. Respect. Right when we saw this bottle tonight and we poured it, we commented on the color. Very dark. Very deep. Rich. Yeah. Copper. Very good. It's one of those. It's one of those. You know, colors that you're going to comment about when you see it, unlike the majority of stuff that we've kind of stopped talking about the color. So what yep. causes that? Just because it's barrel proof and it's not diluted as much? But at the same time, it's only 116. I say only 116, but there's a lot higher proof ones out there. I, you know, I wish I knew the... more about why some whiskey appeared darker than others, but I know that's a big point of contention in the game is whether a uh, whiskey looks darker for different reasons and... I mean, for this one, it looks very amazing. It looks very rich and deep. Should we go for our first notes? Sure. Find out. I think it's sweet. All right, I'm picking up a I'm picking up a note that I didn't pick up earlier, but I, right, I'm getting caramel. Yep. But I'm getting very specific caramel. What kind of caramel? Brothers. No, man. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Russell has Werther's <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> that He's probably the old man that gives you the Werther's when you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, each, each barrel he, he, he puts one in there. Age, one in there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. I'm getting fresh, uh, fresh made caramel off the stove, like still bubbling. It's warm. I can smell warm caramel that's, you know, got that sweetness to it. I like that. But the caramel just has a warm, like a warm note to it. I think if I were to follow it up, I would say it's almost like it's not 
not that caramel marshmallows are the same, but like I feel like there's a little bit of marshmallow, a little bit very faint. Yeah, a little bit of honey. Yeah. Yeah, definitely honey and a little bit of citrus maybe, a little mm-hmm. bit of orange. A little orange, I, I agree. Subtle. It's very nice, so I mean, there's nothing, I mean. It smells like the rind of the orange. Oh, yeah. So like a zest almost. Zest. It's one of the more aromatic ones that we've had. Yeah, for sure. I always feel like with bourbon, if there's a little bit of age or a good age to the bourbon, you're going to definitely smell it in the nose. And Consider- this one's not an exception, I don't think. Yeah, considering the composition of it. Yeah. With all the, all the different ages. They- good complexity. I like it. You get you get that brown sugar? A little bit, yeah, yeah. actually. And the rye is nice. It's not too much. Yeah, nothing's overpowering. And that's the main thing, like... There's been stuff we've tasted that's flat. Yeah. I feel like it's very it's flat, but this has a lot of stuff going on, and it's balanced. All right, should we go for our sips? It's got a good Kentucky hug to it. Yep. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I, I don't think it's... I just want to make you cough a little bit. Really? I was just going to say, I don't think it's... um, I don't think it feels like it's 116. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't... I haven't had other whiskeys that are between 100 and 120 proof. This one definitely is smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would describe. The flavors are pleasing. Nice finish. It's, it's very good. It's solid, I think. I feel like what we're tasting, a little bit of that, like, the oak is a little sweet or a wet oak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not, like, funky. Because that sweetness is still coming through, even though it's yeah. wet. It's what we spell that little bit of wet wood. Yep. The vanilla and caramel, for sure. I don't know how much I'm getting, though, on the palate. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting the proof coming through. I get the citrus sort of zest, but... Some of the other things are probably lost. Because of the proof? I'm not sure if it's a proof or what it is. I get the citrus zest, sort of, that you talked about, the yeah. orange zest. It's, it's not, not bad. The, it's not, in no way yeah, it's oh, bad. No, just, no. It's just, I wonder if the proof is just kind of overshadowing some of the notes we were smelling. The proof gets me. Yeah. It, no, it's there. Yeah. But it's not It's not harsh. No, it's probably not. It's. Oh. I'm just not a proof, high proof guy, I guess. I mean, compared to the uh, the Four Roses, 94 proof. Yeah. This is a lot smoother. I personally think so as well. And this is I actually this is say, 22 points higher. Yeah. If I wasn't gonna go like all rogue here, I might go grab that Four Roses and start drinking it and see how it tastes next to this. But we'll see. So is this highest proof thing that we've tried? It might be. Makers actually. was like 110, right? Yeah. So, Makers is 110. Yeah. 109. I think so. Let me get our big boy pants on and try something higher. Yeah, I know. I'm feeling like a man tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Got to bust out the barrel proof, and then you uh, things become different. What's interesting about this though is it's not it's it's chill filtered, right? There's it doesn't say not chill filtered on it, right? I don't see that. Yeah, and so even though they tell you on their website and other places, there's no water added to anything, and you have this rumored. Six, eight, twelve-year-old barrels. I almost feel like if this were chill filtered or weren't chill filtered, it might be better. It might actually provide more of a mouthfeel and be because of the fat, because of the fats, yeah, yeah. The fats and stuff. If it were a little bit, if it weren't, so that's interesting because a lot of the heavy hitters are not chill filtered, mm-hmm. and they're competing there. So, but again, for what this is a forty-dollar bottle. Why do you think they companies throw in 12-year stuff in a blend like that? You know, 6, 8, 12-year. Like, I feel like you throw that number 12 on a bottle, you can get get a lot of money for it. Are you it. saying if they've had the... If they've yeah, had a, you know. If you did a wild turkey 12-year oh, or yeah. whatever. Probably because they probably put a, a lower percentage of the 12-year. So but it probably the 12 makes year, it last longer, I guess. Yeah, but that 12-year is going to give it some of those notes, I I guess there's think. probably some economics in that where you take, like, what could I get for all of these barrels of 12-year, you know, at... 
whatever price. But if I spread that 12 year out with a bunch of other junk, we could probably get this price. So I'm sure that that's higher than the 12 year. I just feel like, all right, so like I compare it to, you know, you get your 50 cents off at Kroger gas, you know, you can <laughs> yeah. get up to 17 gallons. Don't use your 50 cents on four gallons, no. right? Yeah. You know, you wait till you're running on empty before yeah. you go fill up. You got 12 year barrels there. Why you wasted in a, in a $40 bottle when you could throw a, just a single 12 year out there for... So the uh, wild turkey was it spirit? What's the other? Uh, yeah, I think it's Kentucky spirit. spirit is what? Yeah. Do we know anything about that? Mash? That's single that, barrel. Mash, that's that's a single barrel. Single barrel. Yeah. Do we know the uh, age? All? Uh, it varies. I mean, you got Russell's single barrel and I'm the saying, from what spirit. I read, like, what's the difference? Like, why would you get the Kentucky spirit when you could get the Russell's, which is going to be a single barrel in ten years? Well, Good price maybe. I, I will yield. I, maybe to, now, I guess it's probably a little cheaper. The Kentucky Spirit is. Yeah, but. yeah. And I would yield to other people that are more versed in wild turkey. I know in Lexington, we got a, a lot of people that are very big turkey fanatics, and so it's one of those things where you know maybe we don't understand enough about it. But I will say that having tasted this and having opened a bottle of single barrel over the weekend, um, this is very good. Yeah. This, uh, I actually would say it's probably better than a single barrel I opened over the weekend, the Russell single barrel. So with turkey, to me, it's kind of all a mystery, but I will say that whatever they're doing between the spirit, rare breed, and single barrel lion, they're doing something right because they all taste very good. I've never really had a wild turkey anything other than 101. So. Okay. This is far better and, than and a couple And a couple pours of a Russell Reserve, mm. you know. Yeah. Not really you know, anything that I've ever really gotten into. Not, not really, no reason why, just... And I enjoy yeah. and I enjoy the Wrestles Reserve, the bottle that I have. Okay. Whereas the I think Wild Turkey just has a stigma to it. You know, like the name just kinda I think people probably picture that as just kind of a cheap cheap absolutely. Yeah. Cheap oh season. absolutely, yeah. They they have to. That's a just thing. It's like even old crow, there's people that romanticize about old crow, but Old Crow is known as a cheap bottle of whiskey that you could open it up and, you know, end up uh, ripping some tree limbs off, maybe taking some stop signs out or doing whatever you're doing, but you're not. Wait, what are you doing? You're <laughs> taking stop signs out of the ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you drink too much Old Crow oh, and man. you're taking you... stop signs out of the ground. There you go. Do you think, um, you know, with that stigma with, with Wild Turkey, I mean, do you feel like there's more than a $40 bottle? It's worth more than a $40 bottle? Uh, I personally do. I don't know. What do you think, Michael? I don't know. I mean, I, I was just thinking... Like it's a barrel proof. It's about the cheapest barrel proof probably there is out there, isn't there? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, unless you like craft the, like like benchmark whatever you know barrel yeah. proof. That's probably a really good price. That's what you're. Yeah, saying. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like are they are they having to um, you know keep the price down? Is there some stigma out there because of wild turkey? They feel like they can't get maybe another ten bucks out of this bottle. On a side note, when I was student teaching, I had a girl in my class that her parents owned a turkey farm. So right before Thanksgiving. She uh, we challenged her to bring in a video of the process, and you know probably that was this is two thousand and three. So in twenty twenty one, you probably couldn't get away with this, but we watched a pretty violent video of turkeys going through the process, of, start to finish. Yes, oh, wow. of being you know Ooh. ready for Thanksgiving. You probably couldn't do that now in class, but I have to have a permission slip. But <laughs> maybe an ad class. I mean, we gave everybody the opportunity to. Step out of the room if they wanted yeah. to, you know. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything, but... That's turkey in it. And they weren't wild turkeys. They were professionally trained or whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> they do tricks. They were, they, were, they, were, they were groomed to be your Thanksgiving dinner. I definitely think this bottle is interesting, to say the least, because of how many different lines it straddles, right? You got barrel proof. There's single barrel. There's a whole bunch of different things, but then it's priced at $40, and it's kind of in a 
interesting proof and price range. I've never, I mean, I probably just glanced right over this every time. And that, that's something against, it's just because it was wild turkey and it was kind of always there and it's barrel proof. It, it is always there too. You know. It's always there. It's always available. It is. Well, I'll tell you guys this. When I bought this bottle, there was a massive shelf full of it on maybe like a Wednesday. And I picked it up on a Saturday and there was probably like three bottles there. So it's like 36 to three bottles. So in Lexington anyway, it definitely is getting bought up a lot. And they've got the um, Rare Breed Rye. It's harder to get, right? Like that, I see that on... I've seen it on yeah. shelves. I see it on... I know, but it's still hard to get, I think, in a lot of places. Oh, okay. Because I, I see it on secondary. I mean, people... I not the, for much. I mean, I saw it the other day at Total Wine sitting on shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty high proof rye. It just makes me think, though, that if this wasn't a $40 bottle, would it be sitting there? Would you be buying it and trying to sell it for... you saying if it was the best tire? Yeah. Maybe. So, fellas, would you pass, try, or buy on the Wild Turkey Rare Breed Barrel Proof? I would I would try. I mean, I, I like it, but I'm not a barrel proof person, so I'm probably not buying a whole bottle of it. All right. That's fair enough. I am actually going to be a... Buy for the person who wants to try a barrel-proof bourbon. And so that's a very specific thing. If I am an experienced drinker, I'm probably going to be a try, but a buy for the person who is wanting to experience barrel-proof because this will give you everything that you want to experience, I feel like, and a little bit more, and also at a price that's not going to like kill your pocket. And so I am a buy-slash-try but more like maybe 55% buy. You brought up some good points about, you know, for the price, it's the lowest, like we talked about, it's the lowest, you know, barrel proof out there. So it's good so that you can try it out and see if you like the barrel proof. Um, I've always heard good things about this before we reviewed it tonight. So I think it held its own, you know, with what I've heard and, and trying it. I feel like I would buy it, even as, you know, an experienced bourbon taster. It's just nice that maybe it's nice to have around. You don't care about drinking this one. Yeah. It's not that expensive. Yeah, if it's at $40. Well, you're not going to drink it in a night anyway. No. So yeah, $40, right. Yeah. yeah, before you get down, like, you're not going to be like Woodford Rye no. drinking it and forgetting about it. You're going to know you're drinking it. And, and I will and, say, when we talk about barrel proof, this is 116. There's a lot of things out there that are a lot higher than this. You absolutely. Know? So, And some of those are, if you start talking barrel proof, that's it's usually some high-dollar bottles. Well, yeah, exactly. you got your stags and your, just name it, they have their own... You know, barrel proofs out there. So yep. you're unsure if you like a barrel proof. This would be a great one to just try. Speaking, I agree. And oh. kudos to Wild Turkey for keeping this affordable because the rumor is this this whole line extension was started as a counter to Booker's single barrel Booker's. And the fact that they kept it at a very low price over the years and Booker's has gone up in price is actually kind of great, I think. Well, that's because Wild Turkey doesn't slap some random picture on there that calls it like itself a ham or a football or a rocking chair. And, uh, you know, maybe you can, gave them an advice in their marketing department. They need to do that. You know, right? you see those people on Facebook looking for the country ham Booker's yeah. and all that stuff. So if this was wild turkey, rare breed, caneland season, horse racing, slash going into the summer months oh, yeah. with some cool graphic, it could maybe get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or like a baseball card type you yes. know, on the side of it. Yeah. So speaking of the summer months, we're approaching the, the bourbon dead season as far as new releases go because we're... We're rolling out of spring, and it's not quite fall yet, the big releases. Yeah. You know, I think this bottle fits in, you know, something to try during that season if you haven't had it yet. New for most people, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. agree, because when you have the fall releases, the big season, then the spring, you get some good ones. 
But now we're kind of going to that time where nothing new is... Well, there's some there's some companies trying. They're trying to keep us interested. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you hit this time period to like August, there's not a whole lot going on. You might get stuff hanging out at the distributor that you didn't know about that was supposed to be released six months ago. But, okay. Well, there, there's yeah. nothing more I want in the summer months than a good... Barrel fruit. Barrel fruit. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, right. You should come, out, come back in from all the grass yeah. and like, give me something. Mix it with a seltzer. Oh, man. A little barrel proof seltzer would be great. There you go. No, but you're right. You're right. I mean, I mean, I know my, my trips looking around the bourbon aisle has slowed down just because I know there's nothing really yeah. it. There's nothing really coming out, you know, other than the same stuff that people are always looking for that come out regularly. You know, you're not getting well or special reserve doesn't come out only in the spring and the fall. But, you know, that's something that's you know, comes out once a month or so. But, yeah, there's no special releases or anything like that. I know we don't do lot, lotteries in more, any parking lots anymore like we used to around here. But I wish, they wish, would, though, I wish they would do those in the summer. Like, why yeah. do we got to do those in December? <laughs> you know, like... Just hold the product until the summer. Let us all yeah, go out and Yeah, that's fine. I'll wait. Like, weather. as long as I know when it's coming, like, I'll do it. But yeah. I don't want to stand out there when it's 40 degrees and... and have wool, wool yeah. socks on and boots right. and three layers. And yeah, exactly. Oh, I agree, one hundred percent. However, I bet worse. if you had a lottery in the summer, uh, might bring it out. would get stupid. Yeah, like, it'd it would be, too... be people. It'd be a party. You know, people would be out there drinking and oh, I'm sure tailgate, tailgating. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it'd be kind of fun once. Yeah, probably a lot of liability on that, on that <laughs> business. But I don't know. I went to Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day for many years, and uh, yeah, my wife wants to try that sometime. Oh yeah, definitely go. do it. It's a it's a lot of fun. You you hang out and tailgate at a Walmart parking lot. So that's the thing. Like you got that's what you do. Live, yeah, that's what you do. You hang out and tailgate at a wall, Walmart fun. parking lot, and then you go down to Gobbler's Knob or whatever the hell they call it, and then you go. Do you, down have there. To, do you have to drive there or walk there from the parking lot. Oh, you take a bus. They got buses. oh, it's a bus. Take a bus. Did you say Slobber's Knob. <laughs> Yes, I think I did. That's barrel proof for you. I mean, come on. That, I mean, that's Pennsylvania. People make fun of Kentucky, but you got a place called Gobbler's Knob or Slobber's yeah, Knob yeah, or whatever oh yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's worse than anything we have here. Well, it may be, but it was a hell of a time. It was a fun time, and I remember going uh, in the Walmart and hanging out in the parking lot and going down to a place to be named Gobbler's Knob and, <laughs> and having a great time, so... It's all good. Does anybody know who? Have you ever heard Steven's kind of the Netflix guy in our in our group here? Have you ever heard of Tom Segura? Do you know who that is at all? You know, I'm really bad with actual actors and actual well, names. I heard a name. Faces I may recognize. Well, anyway, here's here's a, here's a good trend that I've seen locally. Is he's apparently coming to comedy off Broadway? The, oh, the comedy club around trade here, tickets? and people are trading like this Burn. guy. This guy is trading in. Old label Elijah Craig barrel proof and a Weller foolproof for store pick for tickets. tickets. And I'm like, I'm texting my buddies. I'm like, this, this is the fifth person I've seen that have been wanting to trade bourbon for these tickets. Who is this dude? And like, why are people wanting to give five hundred dollars for him? Maybe it's uh, just uh, they're in the house too much from COVID. Maybe and they I don't know. And I'm sure, but, yeah. obviously, Comedy Up Broadway, the, the comedy club, it is Tom Segura worth capacity, it? So is he worth it? I don't know. Can you just watch him off YouTube? That's what I'm thinking. He's got a Netflix special. Why can't you oh, just gosh. go turn on your TV, you know? For seven ninety nine you can buy the, the right? month subscription. And save you your bourbon, it. right? Go go out and spend the uh, the uh, four hundred and ninety three other dollars on some bourbon. I don't I don't get it. But I mean, hey look, go I, I wish I had tickets because, you know, I could be getting good stuff right now. 
Yeah, no doubt. Maybe that's my next uh, thing is to go out and start anticipating big name people are coming to town. I was going to say, post-COVID times, you're going to have to figure out where the stars are at and then you can buy the tickets and then you can secure delicious bourbons from it. It's like wrestling figures. Have you all seen this? The like the WWE wrestling figures go go to Walmart or, or Target. They sell out in like a second. People know when they're coming. Yep, and they come in and they buy them and they take them and they put them on eBay and wrestling what figurines like the toys. Oh, I think said fingers. No, like okay. figures. And I mean, there's a world out there of ways of other stuff other than bourbon that people go crazy over. And with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Mashup KY. Also, let us know your thoughts on this bottle in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat.